Good evening, everybody. About time to begin our service this evening. Jerry's causing a ruckus again. Uh, tonight we'll have one song. I believe David has announcements. Good to see David back. Glad he didn't croak or anything. So, <laughs> uh, to, <laughs> I said, I'm glad he didn't croak. <laughs> it's a compliment. I'm glad he didn't. Come on. <laughs> Two more songs, and we'll, uh, Derek has our lesson this evening. Our first song tonight is number 684, This World Is Not My Home. Good evening, church family. I'm glad I didn't croak too. <laughs> I couldn't think what to say in that cocktail. Yeah. A <laughs> um, couple of announcements before we have our devotional. Um, we're still de needing a teacher. Uh, new quarter starts this Sunday. We're needing a preschool teacher uh, for Sunday and Wednesday. Um, if you can help out with that, please see Connie. We're also needing a Bible hour teacher as well. For Sunday morning. So if you can help out with that, please see Connie as soon as possible. Um, this coming Wednesday, uh, March 6th, Stepping Stone Supper, Beef Stroganoff is on the menu. That's next Sunday. Also, March 10th, after evening service, will be a pie bake-off. Um, even if you don't bake a pie, we're still needing tasters. 
Um, I will be there for that. Um, I'm sure a lot of, lot, lot, lot of people will be there for that, but uh, we're still needing tasters and, and bakers for that pie eating contest, and uh, come and vote for your favorite pie on that day. Uh, March 15th and 15th and 16th is the men's retreat. There's a sign-up sheet on the four-year board, uh, so please sign up for that if you're planning on going and spending the night. Um, so that way we can have a record of how many people will be there for that. Also, uh, eggs for the egg hunt are out in the foyer. Um, if you can pick up some, there are some bags, uh, fill them with candy. Um, and uh, where do you want those placed, Chris, after in front of your office? In front, just place them in front of Chris's office after you filled them with candy. Uh, <coughs> Updates on our prayer list. Remember, continue to keep Jim Wilgus in your prayers. Keep Jim Martin, Jackie Hutchison, and Jim Haney in your prayers at this time as they continue with their cancer treatments. Um, it's good to see Nathan Payne here with us. Continue to keep him in your prayers as he's he's uh, has gallbladder surgery and uh, as he's recovering from that. So keep him in your prayers. Keep Friday Simpson in your prayers as well. Uh, she's in Florida right now. Um, but uh, she's still undergoing tests, so keep her in your prayers at this time. Keep Roger Kaufman in your prayers at this time. Um, and that's all the announcements I have at this time. Is there anything else I may have missed? Let's go to God in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful and blessed for all the many blessings you give us, Lord. We're so blessed to be able to see another day of life, Lord, that... And see your creation. We thank you for the rain that you've given to us, Lord. Lord, and just being able to see your creation and, and your work in our everyday lives. Lord, we ask you at this time to continue to be with our eldership here at Rome, Lord. Be with them. Give them the guidance they need, Lord. And help us to help them and help us to be encouragement to them, Lord. Lord, we ask you at this time to continue to be with the deacons here at Rome. Be with them as... They work with the church, Lord. Be with their families and watch over them, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our sick. Be with the ones that are dealing with cancer at this time, Lord. We pray that you'll be with the doctors and the chemo that they are taking, Lord. Lord, we ask you to give them the strength that they need to get through, through that, Lord. Lord, it's so... What a blessing it is to have our children here at Rome, Lord. We just ask you to continue to be with them. Guide and direct them, Lord. Let them always look to your word for guidance in life, Lord, and wisdom that they need to get through their everyday ordeals, Lord. We ask you this time to continue to be with our shut-ins and our widows. Let us be an encouragement to them. Let us think of them and pray for them on a regular basis, Lord. Lord, I ask you this time to continue to be with our country, Lord. Lord, help our country to see you, Lord. And uh, everything they do, Lord, that they, they look for your word through the wisdom and guidance they need to, and that our, our country will fear you, Lord. Lord, but most of all, we thank you for you sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord. Lord, even though we still struggle with sin in our lives, but you sent your son to die for us anyway. Forgive us, Lord. Be with us the rest of this week. It's in Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen. Next song this evening is Hymn of Heaven. And yes, there is a theme tonight. It's heaven. <laughs> Hymn of Heaven.
Last song before our lesson this evening is number 756. 
756, when we all get to heaven. If you would let stand for this song, please. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus, sing his mercy and his grace. Then the mansions, bright and blessed, he'll prepare for us a place. When we all get to heaven, what a day our rejoicing has to be. Song of Invitation will be number 674. There's a great day coming. 674. Before the lesson this evening, I want to thank everyone who brought snacks, donated time, um, prayed for the CYC trip. It was a, a great weekend. Um, I'm not exactly sure how they counted numbers. But I think we either had 12 baptisms there or nine. I don't know if the last number was a cumulative of the first or it was a total of 12. But um, just a great weekend. Um, I know the, the kids that went along with us left enriched and, and challenged. And thank you all for your support. Um, it was a great time. It was my third one. And it will always be special to me because the first one was the event that Sam got baptized at. So not that that, it's just, I guess, a dad's side that makes it extra special. But um, I want to talk to you tonight about a, an often overused phrase in today's society. And um, that is the phrase, I love you. Um, our society has kind of made the term love kind of cheap or lessened about the overuse of it. I mean, we, we use love for so many things that we really don't love. We, you know, if, if love is, as the Bible would describe it, the agape love to God is, you know, the, the love that 
seeks that loves without seeking anything re- in return. The unconditional positive regard for the well-being of the person that you're loving. Real love is so much deeper than what we as American culture use the word love for. Um, children, I remember as a, as a kid passing love notes to girls that I liked. Do you heart me? Yes or no? Right? I had no idea what love was, you know, but love was what you say, so that's what I used, and I didn't understand why all of them checked no, but they did. But, you know, kids use the word love all the time and don't understand what love really means. Um, But they hopefully, um, at least especially among our, our brothers and sisters here tonight, your children begin to understand love by how you treat them, right? We are, as parents, we, are, we love our children like God loves us or as close to how God loves us as we possibly can, right? We're still human. I'm not sure if I love my kids as perfectly as God loves me. I'm sure I don't, but I sure do give it my best try and my best effort, right? I care about the kids more than myself, above myself, and I want them to ultimately be more important than myself. So, obviously, I think most of you know where I'm going with this. Um, how do we know that God loves us? Uh, and how does how God loves us different from how our culture sees the word love? I think we start to understand how God loves us from all the way back into the Old Testament, all the way back in the beginning in the book of Genesis. If you have your Bibles and you want to turn to Genesis chapter 1, verses 27. Genesis 1, 27. And it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him, male and female, He created them. So God created us in his own image. That is, I believe, the start of us understanding how we're special, how we're different than the rest of creation, Um, that we are created, male and female, in the image of God. We're giving a special role, a special, um, I guess, elevation in the hierarchy of God's creation. That, I believe that's the start of him showing his love for us. And all throughout the Old Testament, we see numerous signs of how God shows his love and his favor for, for Israel. Um, and then as we transition into the New Testament, you know, I think the ultimate um, expression of, of God's love um, is that he, he gave his son for us, that he knew that we needed help and he was willing to give everything, his most important thing, to give his, his son for us to have hope and have a chance at restoration with him that we could not have without, without that. Um, if you turn with me to Mark um, chapter 30 and verse 31. Oh, sorry. Mark chapter 12, verse 30 and 31. You'd have a hard time finding Mark chapter 30, I think. 
we start to understand what, now that we understand that God loves us, we, we start to understand what, what we are called to do as a result of, of God's love. So in Mark chapter 12, 30 and 31, we find that, um, that we are to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind and with all your strength. The second is to love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So I think we, we know that we are to love the Lord with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. And I think we all know that we are to love our neighbor. But I think there's one part of that verse that sometimes we overlook. There's a, a part of that verse that kind of sneaks in there sometimes that we, we read past. Um, after the verse says, it says, love your neighbor as you love who? Love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? I think sometimes we, we lose that command that we are to love ourselves as well. That we are created in the image of God and we are to love God, to love others, and to love ourselves. God wouldn't tell us to love others as we love ourselves if we weren't supposed to love ourselves. So um, what does that look like? How do I love God love my neighbor and love myself i think it has to start with understanding god's love for us and and how how deeply he loves us in romans chapter 5 romans 5 verse 8 sorry i'm jumping around just a little bit and most of you probably have this verse memorized but Romans 5 8 is but God demonstrates his own love for us that while we were still sinners Christ died for us God demonstrates his love by sacrificing himself by Jesus sacrificing himself for us and we also learned that in Romans chapter 12 our way of serving God is to sacrifice ourself in service to him so one thing that shines through with all the places that we see love in scripture we see sacrifice coming along with it if you love some someone like god loves you like you love your children like you're supposed to love yourself and love your neighbor then there is an element of sacrifice that comes in to all of that there is an element of putting something above yourself and the, the well-being and, the, and the, um, the health and safety of that person goes beyond yourself. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I don't, I don't want you to answer them out loud, but I want you to think on them as I, I wrap up this evening. So what is, what is love to you? How you look at love, is it how God demonstrates love in Scripture and how he expects us to love by Scripture? Um, 
How do you define love within your family, within your marriage? Are you loving your spouse as God has called you to love your spouse? Do you love your children the same way that God has called you to love your children? What do you think about love in the world today? And how is the love that the world shares and shows different from the love of God? And um, how will you show God's love to others around you? You know, um, you usually always have a, a takeaway from every lesson that you, that you see. And one of the, the biggest challenges I took away from the CYC weekend, the messages were fantastic and they were great speakers and they had great points. But there was one, the last thing they did on, on Saturday night, they had this, this skit team that does skits that kind of mimic scripture and, and has a, they're called the SWAT team, skits with an element of truth. And uh, one of the skits they had um, demonstrated a, a Christian who never told any of the people that he knew, his coworkers, his uh, his work friends, his um, realtor, other different people in his life that would have called him a friend, he never told anyone of them about Jesus, never shared the gospel with them, wanted to, thought he should have, but never did. So I guess my challenge for you is how can we love God and love our neighbor and love ourselves and not share the gospel message to others it doesn't line up if we truly love god and know what loving god means and how what god has done for us and yet we don't share god's message to others even if we mean to but we don't follow through with it are we really doing what we are called to do as believers that, real, that message really stuck to me because there's many times that I've caught myself of, oh, I want to share with this person. And I find a reason or an excuse or the time passes and I don't do it. Um, so I thought that was a great thought to end on. Um, as we do with every lesson that's given, I want to offer an invitation. If you have not yet accepted the love that God has given us through Jesus' Son, and put him on in baptism, I invite you to make that decision tonight, to, to die to yourself in baptism and be raised again in everlasting life through, through Jesus. Or if you um, feel like you are struggling and you, you need some help from the prayers of the congregation, I invite you to do that as well as we sing.
Copy, please. Father in heaven, we're thankful for this day, Father. We're thankful for this opportunity we have to come here this evening, Father, to study from your word. Father, we pray that everything that we do this evening will be pleasing in your sight and we will gain something from these classes. Father, we pray that you be with everyone that was on a sick list, was mentioned, be with them, be with the doctors and nurses attending to them. Father, as we wrap up the rest of this week, help us to be the examples we need to be in our communities, Father, for others to see our light to shine. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 